This is Kaya Biz with Kukuletu Mfupi on Kaya FM. Alan Gray helping you secure your future. Alan Gray is an authorized financial services provider. Afropolitans, as mentioned, it's been a challenging couple of months here in South Africa and the world over, really. On the back of the COVID-19 health pandemic, not only has it rocked our healthcare systems and had us reprioritize our own physical well-being, but naturally, top of mind, one does need to worry about their finances. And are your finances in good health and in good condition? Uh, And that might be a challenging question for many South Africans to ask, as uh, for many, the world as we know it in terms of productivity and economic activity has taken a slight shift in terms of uh, how viable some of those strategies are. But to help us understand more about our financial health and well-being and how best to prioritize this, we join on the line by Letim Zwinila, Strategic Market Specialist at Alan Gray, to uh, guide us through the concept of financial well-being. Leti, always a pleasure to speak to you and a warm welcome to Kaya Biz. Very good evening to you and your listeners, Gugu. Thanks for having me. It's great to speak to you. And I know that you yourself are a fitness uh, enthusiast. So you know all <laughs> all the facts and figures in terms of how to keep yourself in shape and keep yourself, your body healthy and immunity strong. But what does it mean? And are there any similarities in terms of financial health and fitness? How does one need to engage that particular theme? Definitely, Gugu. So, so like you said, most people probably have a general idea of what it means to have a healthy, you know, body. So we have certain measures of what it means to be healthy physically. And the same concept can be applied when you're talking about one's finances. So financial health is really about your money habits, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So your debt levels, your credit score, how you spend and how you save. But it really goes beyond these things, Gugu. It's also about how you feel about your money, your financial situation, and about how that impacts your life and the things that you can achieve. So really like physical health, financial health is fundamentally key to leading a very happy and and, and successful life, I would say. You're quite right because money does uh, influence our mood in terms of being happy or or, or not so happy. But uh, how does one make sure that their financial goals are still relevant, especially when we say facing a a crisis of this magnitude where, uh, to be truthful, there's just so much uncertainty, Letty, uh, and it makes us struggle in terms of uh, making sure our goals are still relevant. That's very true. You know, we've seen with the COVID pandemic definitely has many of us reevaluating our priorities. And like you said earlier, a lot of us are prioritizing our health and the well-being of ourselves and our family. But it's also equally important to pay some attention to your financial health during this time. So making sure that your financial goals are still relevant and, and more so ensuring that you're still on track with your goals. I think the key here is just knowing how to approach these and, and making sure that you're not making irrational decisions during this time. And what about emotions? Uh, for many South Africans, uh, we, we have a very close emotional relationship with our money. Uh, does that often mm. influence how our financial, inter, uh, our financial health uh, and our emotions actually interact? Oh, definitely. We find that, you know, emotions play a huge role when it comes to money because we have an emotional relationship with money. So it's without a doubt that during this time we're experiencing all sorts of emotions and and heightened emotions for that matter. So you find that the most important emotions in relation to money are fear and greed. And these emotions make many of us make the same mistakes over and over again with, with our money. When it, when it comes to investments in particular, we tend to buy high out of greed and sell low out of fear. Mm-hmm. And many of us will repeat this process until until we're broke or until we, we, we've made a, a huge loss. So 
it's really worth spending some effort to become aware of the emotions that are especially tied to money for you because without awareness, they'll tend to override the rational thinking and drive your actions. So I guess the key thing is really just gaining and maintaining focus is really, really critical at this time. Afropolitans, if you've just joined our conversation, uh, you're just in time to hear from Leti Mzwinila. She's a strategic market specialist at Alan Gray, uh, giving us a few guidelines as to how best to maintain our financial health uh, and financial well-being, especially at uh, the current crisis that we're facing in terms of this healthcare pandemic being COVID-19 and the reopening of South Africa's economy at level three. Uh, Leti, you mentioned something so critical about our emotions and uh, how that does affect our financial health. Uh, and you're quite right. We either we you know, are panic buyers or we panic sellers because the markets sell off significantly. Today, the markets are flourishing up by more than 3% and that might encourage more investors to actually look to come into the market. But how do we need to balance these emotions that we aren't swayed by the headlines as well as um, red or green figures that happen to pop up on our screens? 100% Google. I think the key is just staying focused. I mean, speaking about panic buying, we all experienced the effects of of physical panic buying at the beginning of the pandemic, right? Which is irrational purchasing driven by by panic. You couldn't find anything. But I want to particularly speak to panic selling because it might seem less than clear, especially when it comes to investments. And, And panic selling is often people's first reactions when stocks are going down. And what this does is it leads to a drastic drop in the value of their hard earned money. So you're driven by the fear of losing your hard-earned cash and you want to withdraw your investments because you've seen the markets plummet um, or the other way where, you know, you see the markets doing well and, and, and you want to, to panic buy, which obviously you're buying at, at a high. So you really want to make sure that during this time you're remaining disciplined and, and committed to your investment goals because it really can save you from making costly mistakes. So you want to think long-term instead of panic selling when, when stock prices are at their low. You really just want to think, you know, the old saying, keep calm and carry on, mm. might in the end be the best advice for investors to follow during this, these times of, you know, what we've seen in the extreme market volatility. So really, really just keep calm and, and carry on. Avoid panic buying, but also that avoid panic selling. You're quite right. And, and that this is a typical example of that time because if you sold off what back in the beginning of uh, March or maybe even April when the markets were significant low, lo, significantly lower, one would have lost out on this uh, recovery uh, that we've mm. experienced in the last couple of weeks. So you're quite right. Avoid the panic selling Afropolitans. Otherwise, you lock in those losses and don't have the potential to actually uh, participate in the recovery that goes forward. And I guess that that raises a very critical question in terms of how often we should be reviewing our current investments. Uh, for a lot of Afropolitans, it's probably once a year when they speak to a financial advisor or worst case scenario, when someone is a few months away from retirement and then decides to review those portfolios. But when and how often should we be doing this? That's a great question, Google. And I guess a lot of South Africans out there are asking themselves this very question. How, how frequently should we be reviewing our current investments? But there's two things here, Google. There's the, the first, there's checking your investments and there's reviewing your investments. If you're constantly checking your investments, you may easily forget about your long-term investment goals and you find yourself irrationally reacting to every bit of new information. So just avoid this because making these rash decisions could could make a difficult situation even worse. Mm. But on the topic of reviewing your investments, a good practice, like you've already said, is is, is once a year. 
However, with the pandemic, there may be some unexpected events that affect people's finances. So it might make sense to review financial goals or ensure that your investments are still aligned to your goals a bit more regularly because some people's financial situations may have changed. So don't feel bad if you do have to review your finances um, or, or review your investments during this time, which is a little more regular than, than, than normal. You're quite right. Uh, and as we know, ordinarily life does change and life does happen. People get married, they get divorced, mm. babies are born, loved ones pass away. And these are all elements that also impact one's financial circumstances. But I guess right now in the face of the pandemic um, and its uh, ramifications, uh, we are seeing a heightened level of individuals being retrenched and others mm. having take, to take salary cuts. So, so what does one have to do then if those kind of extreme, drastic and unexpected financial circumstances uh, actually take place? Uh, and and how how then should they be um, evaluating their financial goals and well-being? This change in financial circumstances act as a good catalyst for people to review their, their, their finances overall and their investments. So you may want to spend a bit more time just looking at your budget, looking at your financial goals to make sure that your, your lifestyle is currently aligned with that. And I think another key thing is really understanding what you can and you can't do. So if you've got money locked up somewhere, for example, as you've mentioned, a lot of people have become unemployed or are working reduced hours and need some extra cash. You may be able to cancel some subscriptions that you're not utilizing or or even pause some monthly contributions to your investments without a penalty. So it's worthwhile talking to your different product providers, be it your investment manager or wherever, you know, whatever subscription you're looking to cancel. But there are ways out of this, Google, and, and people need to know that they're not alone. You know, they may also be able to access some cash out of their investments for some short term and for some short term expenses. So it's really critical that you are talking to your product providers and you're understanding the rules and regulations around the different products that you're in. That makes complete sense because uh, that can also be quite confusing and technical for people to understand and all the more reason for us to speak to professionals and seek their advice. But at what point should we be seeking professional advice? And once we're at that table or maybe staring at our screens to uh, in a virtual meeting, speaking to a a, a professional financial (laughs) advisor, what are some of the questions we need to be asking and engaging on? So you're 100% right in that we do need to seek professional advice. And, and now more than ever where you, you may be feeling overwhelmed, like you're saying, the, the jargon might be too much for you to understand. So if you really do want somebody to help you navigate the uncertainty, you want to seek professional advice. And this can be in any form. It can be a financial advisor. It can be a debt counselor, just a suitable professional for, for your needs. But the kind of questions you often want to ask them are related to your personal circumstances circumstances because a good financial advisor can really help you navigate the uncertainty of this current climate and prepare a plan that that addresses both your immediate challenges and your long-term goals so they can help you assess what what are the subscriptions that you're not really using that you can cancel they can help you assess what are the things that you need to be planning for we speak time and time again about emergency Mm -hmm. savings you know is now the time to dip into my emergency savings those are the kind of questions that you should be chatting to to your financial advisor or, or a, a professional about. Makes complete sense, Letty. Thank you so much. You've really been a great help in terms of guiding us uh, in uh, how to maintain and understand the concept of financial well-being, especially in these uh, tough economic times where we find ourselves under increasing pressure. A big thank you for your time today. That uh, is uh, Letty Mzwinela, Strategic Market Specialist at 
Alan Gray giving us more insight there. And Afropolitans, you heard it. If you are finding yourself under financial strain, under financial pressure, naturally it is normal to experience varying emotions about it. But most importantly, when you feel as though you are at your wit's end, please do make sure that you do speak to uh, um, some kind of professional in terms of getting guidance as to where to go. And the professional might not always be your friend, might not always be your family member, but just do make sure that it is someone who's registered with the necessary parties and organizations uh, specifically the FSCA, uh, to provide you with key, credible uh, and accurate information. And speaking of some accurate information, while you might recall that in the months of uh, April and uh, May, maybe even earlier in March, we saw significant declines within the petrol price. Well, that was because uh, the oil price actually shot lower, despite the currency seeing some weaknesses. But for many of us who were still at home experiencing levels five and four of the lockdown, we had nowhere to go. Uh, But um, what we are going to see now is the increase in the petrol price this evening at Fopolitans after 12 o'clock, the Department of uh, Energy announced that the retail price of all grades of petrol will increase by one rand 18 cents maybe marginal right now but of course that does give us an indication as to how uh, perhaps we're returning to a sense of normality as the fluctuations in the oil price uh, are also impacting on this and uh, there's an increase now in demand for fuel given that everybody or more south africans will be on the move well we'll wrap it up there for today for politicians but do bear in mind that there's a lot happening within south africa's business world the likes of comair they operate Kulula and British Airways in South Africa. Now, they've already warned uh, that they anticipate their profits for the year to end June to fall by at least 100%. <laughs> you heard correctly. Yes, Supermanga. Comair, which is currently in uh, business rescue at the moment. The business rescue practitioners have flagged that they're most likely going to be able to survive, but the pressure is on for this particular entity, even though uh, our skies have been opened slightly to allow some domestic travel. Lots that's been happening, big and small businesses impacted, and lives also were uh, having to respond to this reality that has been rocked on the back of the coronavirus. Despite that, Afropolitans, we remain optimistic, we source solutions, and we always work together in unity. With that said, we look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow between 5 and 6 p.m. Of course, uh, you can keep in touch on social media platforms at Kaya FM Talk. The official hashtag to use is Kaya Biz.